Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode eight of Epilogues and Epiphanies, a show where we'll explore questions about life, the universe, and being human through the lens of TV and film. In today's episode, we'll be discussing about time with special guest Samantha Thomas. She was our very first guest on episode one, and I think she maybe invented a title for the genre of this movie. We get into some great conversations about the extraordinary ordinariness of life and the fun sweetness of this very special film. So if you haven't seen it, you might want to watch it before you listen to this episode because there are for sure spoilers. With that said, without further ado, here we go. Welcome to another episode. I am here today again with my friend, Samantha. Do you prefer to go by, I think I asked you this last time, do you prefer to go by Sam or Samantha? I feel like I met you as Sam and that feels right in this context. I talk to myself as Samantha. So if I call myself Samantha, that's just because like internal. Oh no, totally. I call myself by my full name. <gasps> and like gen- no but like when I'm like you know like Lindsay Diane what are you um or like it. um or in a more positive context I suppose is like when I'm trying to like motivate myself I'm like tell myself like I can do hard things it's like uh-huh. you are Lindsay mother loving Hammond and I use my um maiden name because I don't know why that's just what my uh-huh. brain does um it's and it's just like you know what? You've done this and this is not that bad. So you suck can it up it. and go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it. No, I love it. Okay. So you're Samantha in your head, but you're Sam to me. Great. Yes. Awesome. Yes, exactly. Love it. Okay. Well, this is Sam and she was on the very, very, very first, very experimental um, episode <laughs> of our podcast. And it was so much fun talking about Encanto. So if you haven't listened to that one, you totally should. It is a ride for sure. And you will probably cry but in a good way. Um, so Sam is back and we're here today to talk about, about time. Um, you know what? I don't think I'm going to make you reintroduce yourself. They can go listen to who you are and I'll probably put a little like spiel at the beginning about like who's on today. So I did write one. Oh, you, oh, then go absolutely do it then. Is that okay? No, yeah. It's, it's applicable and I think it could be used oh, as an introduction absolutely. or a absolutely. transition. Yes. Like. Perfect. Okay. I didn't know you came prepared with one or I wouldn't have said skip it. So go. No, that's okay. I came prepared with an introduction and a plot summary in my own silly words and then things that stood out to me. Fantastic. Okay. Fantastic. So I like three quarters. Okay. It. Great. Okay. Beautiful. Um, so I'm in Enneagram 9 with a soft spot for existential movies about non-linear time and complex interpersonal relationships. That means she likes this movie, y'all. I really like this movie. Uh, this is probably the most British movie I've ever loved. Okay, I see it as a fantasy movie of late adolescence, having endless do-overs and being able to take risks with less to lose. Then, in the end spoilers learning that to live and love is risky and no amount of magic can take that out of a life well lived the living is in the weird people we love and the mishaps that become memories along the way to quote the movie itself we are living extraordinary ordinary lives and the movie makes that statement feel weighty and real rather than a platitude and that is good storytelling that was excellent writing samantha (laughs) thank you (laughs) that was great no that was that was fantastic um I don't know if I'd call that quick and dirty that was quick and beautiful um oh yeah thank you I appreciate that that. I think poignant is a good word for it like I feel like that's a good descriptor of this movie Mm -hmm. um 
So the main points really are Tim finds out like he's got this like his dad and everyone, every, all the males in their family have this time travel ability. It's very random. You don't see it coming. Um, and then he's like, yeah, you're just trying to make me go do something stupid. And then like, like you said, I think you put it really well. Like he kind of feels like awkward, but like so awkward at the beginning that he doesn't really feel like he has the guts to like take control of any situation for himself. Yeah. And this honestly feels like he feels like he is able to take control of things. And I think it spills over into like even his normal behavior that's not time travel related. Like Mm -hmm. I honestly feel like it gives him more confidence and maybe some of that's just like age, but I do feel like he is a little bit more Mm self-assured after this whole incident. Um, The risks are so risky. That's true. That's very true. Absolutely. Yeah. No, he, um, so then he moves to London. He, he lives with Harry who is a playwright and is kind of a jerk. He's played by, he's cranky, but he's cranky in a very hilarious way. Um, like it's, it's pretty funny. Um, some of his comments are a little disturbing, not gonna lie. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's a fun character and then, uh, meets Mary does a super kind thing this is like i think i do want to point out some things in the story because they highlight tim's kindness and i think if there's like a through line it's tim's kindness and thoughtfulness um so harry he's living with harry but aside from letting him live there harry's pretty much awful to him like name calling nasty all the time yeah and tim gets back from his like accidental blind date where he meets Mary the first time love of his life but Harry is upset he's distraught basically he was gonna like finally crack it like he finally had an awesome play but opening night things went terribly wrong Tim says let me see what I can do just like not even thinking like he's just like I'm gonna go help Harry like mm-hmm. which I mean, and this guy's not nice. Like, this is what he does for someone who is not even kind to him. Mm-hmm. He says, oh, no, like, this guy's dreams are smashed. I can do something about it. I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he goes back a couple times because the first time it doesn't work. Uh-huh. Um, and he fixes it and Harry's, like, such a success and everything. And then he goes to call Mary and, oh, crap. I haven't actually met her now. <laughs> so mm. That part awkward. was so sad. No, yeah, so he's not met Mary, and he kind of just starts, like, shotgunning ideas to try to figure out, like, like, he just says, oh, she liked this, what was it, Kate Moss? Kate Moss, yeah. Who, like, I had to, like, look up, because I didn't really know who that was, Um, but I'm, I, she's, like, I'm hot, so, Um, which feels very random, but, you know, sometimes we're into things that are just totally random. Um, yeah. So I think like, that's part of her appeal, like yes. Mary's random and quirky, and I'm just into what she's into. Like, yeah, it's like not categorical. It's not like, well, I'm this type of person, so I like this type of thing. It's like, this is me, and yeah. that's kind of what makes her, I think, real and interesting. Yeah. yeah, they're like second and third meeting. I like watch through my fingers. Because it's so awkward, and he's stumbling, and he's trying to figure out how to connect with her. Oh, the one at the museum, where he oh. walks up to her and he says, "He says, 
hi. And he just starts talking. And I'm like, dude, what? <laughs> she doesn't know you. And then yeah, like she, so she clearly freaked out. Like, and honestly, she should have been and she should have just left. Like, yeah. like if I am the girl in that situation, if I'm Mary and it's yeah. 2013 and I'm at a museum with my friend and this dude is just like all up in my business. Bye. Boy, bye. Yeah. Like that is survival. Like, nope, not doing it. Um Yeah. And like, uh, so yeah, he he like he realized and he goes, Oh no. Like I think he mm-hmm. just like finally realizes, oh no, this is bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to know what he told Kit Kat because like she's there with <laughs> it's so funny. He's like makes up the most he's pretty brave. Like at this mm-hmm. point, Tim is pretty brave in the weirdest way possible. He asks to walk around with her, and I'm like, that is bold, sir. Bold yeah. establish she does not know you, and you go back again and yeah. say, like, I'm about to be lonely because my sister's leaving me. And she's like, Bye. <laughs> she just leaves. Uh, she's a great wing woman. Um, mm-hmm. but it's just awkward. But like her friend is so I think like just down for nonsense um Mm -hmm. she's like I don't know he's got kind of like fun hair and he seems all right um Uh so the friend is the one that like I don't even remember her friend's name that's like yeah we should totally let him hang out and then he basically learns he missed his window there's a boyfriend and then he he asks very specific questions they tell him very specific information for not being like anyone they know like he Mm -hmm. found her house like that's yeah, easy. if Tim wasn't kind, uh huh, he's good intentioned, and so we know that, and so it's fine. But like, in another person's hands, these girls were not making good choices. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, listen, I agree. Listen, stranger danger, girls, do not provide this information. <laughs> do not be like Mary in this scenario. Don't do it. It's bad. Uh, yeah. So then they finally meet, and he's like, "I can tell you hate this party. Let's go out and like." And they just are so cute. They just are giving really each other crap so quickly. Like it's it's so comfortable. It's so familiar. Like they're just in this groove together immediately. Um, the actors have to have like real, at least platonic chemistry. At least, I think. yeah. Oh, totally, totally. There was like a um. I want to say it's F. Scott Fitzgerald. I think it might be from Gatsby that just like popped into my brain when I was watching this I'm gonna see if I can find it because it just seemed like it fit oh no it's not from Gatsby it's from this side of paradise which I have not read um but the quote is they slipped briskly into an intimacy from which they never recovered Ooh, and that just feels like so correct for this love story like they were just like in it in together. it like they just knew each other like they were trusting each other and like didn't turn back and it's just so cute it's so sometimes cute. people just vibe I think what makes this movie meaningful interesting and special to me is that it hit me at a time where I think it was the first time I'd really be open to a movie like this so it would have been in college and that's when I really started like expanding expanding my curiosity and I think like really sort of like opening myself up to connections and like really starting 
to get in touch with my own emotional world. And so the emotionality and the sentimentality and the warmth and the love and the connection and meaning in this movie, I think was just really appealing to me on top of sort of like I think like tickling a part of my brain that loves to be surprised by odd things like time jumping and uh, stories told with a twist so I think that's really what appealed to me I think the relationship just between um Tim and Mary is just like so fun to me like that so wholesome so wholesome like I just love that like okay so they obviously like they meet twice um for tim they meet twice but when they meet for real the second time i was watching that last night and like they just immediately are just giving it to each other like giving each other so much crap about Mm -hmm. like you know whatever random thing they said like he's giving her crap about oh you read for a living what a hard job and she's like you always worry about prostitutes like and she's (laughs) like that's kind of a really concerning thing to do like she's just like drilling all the way through and they're just like talking over each other and they met like an hour ago and it's just like it's just you know it's adorable and I love that they like they just are real with each other like I think it's special to me because is one of the very few movies I've ever watched like totally blind like I just did not do any research I literally saw Rachel McAdams face and said hey Matt do you want to watch this movie we've never watched like Uh he's like oh yeah I like her let's watch it and then we're like what time travel okay we're definitely finishing this movie now Uh um and then we're like you know obviously crying at certain points and as a whole I think it's special to me because it's so simple yet so deep Mm -hmm. um like it's not nothing in this movie like on screen is out of the ordinary mm-hmm. like, it's and not even that many sets. no yeah everything everything's pretty low-key like just straight through and so it feels the people feel a little bit real like i know they're celebrities and rachel mcadams is rachel mcadams but even her like she they styled her very much like a normal person they wrote this pretty much true to like a person's life except for the whole time travel um but like the actual exchanges between people all feel pretty possible um and you know like I so there wasn't a lot that I felt like was like when I say questionable when I ask people that I really mean like feels like it takes you out of the story because it's like so bizarre or like Mm -hmm. out of place or unreal um there really is a lot here but if you had something please share well I watched this in, I think, 2013, right when it came out. So I was like a junior in college or something like that. And then I haven't, I hadn't seen it since then. And then I watched it now. So this is like, it's like a decade later. I know. That's crazy. Um, That is a decade. That is literally a decade. Yes. So I watched this movie as two different people, me in late adolescent and late adolescence and today. And I remember my like annoyance when I was like 20 21 ish with the Kit Kat character and I was obviously like a less developed probably less healthy version of myself and I remember thinking like she just needs to get it together Mm -hmm. and now you know like me in my 30s I thought wow like what a a vulnerable like beautiful like wild free spirit Mm -hmm. of a girl like that she was able to keep that like girlish innocence even into adulthood and that's not something to be judged or something to like whip out of her but something to be like honored and celebrated and like allowing her to grow up slowly in the ways that 
work for her rather yeah. than turning her into something else. So right. I thought that was something that took me out of the movie in 2013, but that current me really appreciated. That her character is, and I would agree, even I... I think I watched it. I think it probably was like 2015 ish. So probably was before I started seeing like clients and like, honestly, that's when like the rubber met the road of like my understanding of people and mental health. Yeah. Like thousand percent. Um, and so, yeah, I was very much like, Oh, she's just like all over the place. She's just making messes for everyone. Like, Oh, you know, like it was very much that mindset. Um, I'm, let me find my note about her. Cause I did have a note about her and her and her family. Their family is meant to be low key, but I struggle to think of a family more loving and accepting and who enjoy each other's company more than Tim's family of origin and a family of tweed jackets and sensible haircuts. There was this like wild nature thing. Yeah. Um, and I just, I love that he loves her. Like, cause he's, yeah. he's very, I mean, it, and he's the older brother. Like it, Tim is kind. Like mm-hmm. that is something throughout the whole movie, throughout his whole life kind. Yeah. Um, his dad even says that I think in his like wedding speech, mm-hmm. um, which I was like, yes, that is like true. And they like pulled that through line very well in, in his character. Like from the time he's at home from that summer with the uh, Margot Robbie <laughs> randomly, yeah. like uh, there's this, like he calls her a goddess and I'm like, yeah, I don't argue. Like, I mean, uh-huh. she's just otherworldly beautiful and I'm not like even mad about it. I'm just mm-hmm. like, cause I think she's cool. But um, you're just kind of like, where did you come from? Like, what is going on? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but no, I love the way he, like, it's not that he doesn't see that she's different. Like, right. it's not that he's pretending that she's like exactly like everyone else. Like he sees her for who she is and it doesn't mean he like, he just like accepts it. And I feel like they all do. And like, honestly, I feel like they kind of underplay or downplay like how they all like each other. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. they're like hanging out all the time. And I'm like, they were like all day, every day. And I'm right. like, um, so yeah, like, I definitely think they are uh, probably one of the more interesting families that I've ever seen in a story. Kind of back to that um, Tim being kind, like it's just such a good through line throughout the whole plot. Like, mm-hmm. um, like he's just sincere and he's kind and he tries to do right by people. Mm-hmm. Um, but not like in a way that like he's got like a hero complex or any, you know what I mean? Like it's very like everyone's very grounded Mm -hmm. um except maybe Kit Kat um but I did I remember um I definitely was like earlier in our marriage when I watched this the first time because I remember seeing the conversation between Tim and Mary about Kit Kat and he's like you know he's going to all these lengths and he's like super worried and preoccupied with it and I like thought oh she's gonna like be like could you just like not about that like I thought that's how she would react she was like right there in it with him and I was like like Mm -hmm. she's like you know, like they aren't just like, she's not a visitor in that Mary is like all in. Yeah. Um, and she's like just as worried. And she's like, n- maybe knows better than Tim why like we should be worried about Kit Kat. Yeah, he wasn't nice to her. She was late and she didn't even say anything about my purple cupcakes that I got for her. Like, you know, like all these like really, really specific things. Mm-hmm. And I just remember thinking like, how great is that? Like pretty mm-hmm. um, it's a really yeah, sweet relationship. So sweet. It really, I think it speaks to though, to the point as well. And like, you know, I've had people in my family where um, not quite, not exactly the same. It wasn't like abusive relationships and drinking or anything, but like, you know, they've had struggles and it really has, I think what it comes down to is like, it's so hard, 
you have to let them decide for themselves that, you know, something isn't working and they have to do it. But it's so hard because you like see them basically making choices that are hurting themselves, Mm -hmm. but you can't intervene because it just, it just straight up doesn't work. Like it has to be their choice. And that's so hard. And they like, I think they do a really good job both of being there for her, but then ultimately, you know, like with the time travel situation, he realizes like, I think that teaches him in a very dramatic way. Like I can't fix my sister's problems for her. Yes. Um, She has to fix them. And so then they're like, all right, we will support her and we will like be tough love all over her. But like, this is on her. Like, it's not, which is like, again, like older sibling troll issues, you know, it's a thing. Mm -hmm. um yeah but no she's a great character um where do you see yourself in this movie this is a hard question for this movie because I don't know that I do ah I really don't think I really saw like a lot of myself in any of the characters really I think I could see myself being friends with almost all oh yeah yeah for sure and sometimes it seemed from what I um read about the director it sounds like he tries to make his movie set environments feel like it would be a place where you'd be a guest at the table. Like there'd be a chair uh, for you. Yeah. You can almost walk like in. Like warmth. Yeah. Yeah. That there's a lot of warmth, that it feels really welcoming, that you could almost like step into the story. And so I think I felt a lot more of that than mm-hmm. seeing myself in a specific character. I feel like I could... Yeah. I could be like, hey guys, like, thanks for inviting yeah. me over me yeah. over for like dinner on a Friday right, night totally. and bring the dessert, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, totally. Have a beach day. Oh my gosh, a beach day. What about so you? Fun. Could you see um, yourself in any characters? Not necessarily directly. Um, there were a few moments. I think if I saw and this is gonna be funny, but like if I saw myself in anyone, it was uh Tim's mom. Um, Interesting. Yeah, like I mean, my response to something like dad's diagnosis would be exactly like, what is she doing? She says, I'm effing furious. I am very uninterested in a life without him. Like, it's mm-hmm. like very factual, but also like she's emotional. She's like, she's mad. Like, but mm-hmm. but to, you know, to be mad at reality first, I think that would be, I mean, I have been that way. Um, Yeah. No, like and shaking your said, fist at the sky. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She said something else. I laugh. And I was like, I agree completely. Oh, um, she said that Mary was too pretty. And she said, oh, I've just got on lots of lipstick and mascara. She says, good. It's not good for a girl to be too pretty. It keeps her from developing a personality or a sense of humor. Yeah, I love And I was like, part. you know, I think that's real. Like, I, I agree with that. Awkward phases are necessary. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it, that would be, if any those two moments um but I I don't even know that I'm as stoic as her like she's so tough I was just thinking that the other quote I heard that's like she says that she could see how much Mary is fond of her son and she's like me too but better not let him know that I'm like okay gosh yeah you can tell that she adores everyone in her family but she seems to do it a lot through her actions and not a lot through her like direct expression of affection through words very British very, very British. British you're right Gosh, yeah um yeah because what does his dad say he says when he like tells Tim he has cancer or like Tim knows but like they have that conversation and he says have we had this conversation before and his dad says yes I'm afraid I let myself down the first time and he said he just kind of looks at him he says I hugged you <laughs> like you know like he's like oh I got emotional god uh-huh. forbid like uh-huh. um and then you know like he he remedies it 
on the wedding day um but he says he's like reflecting on his speech and he says like um thing about like i should have just said i love you and he says Mm -hmm. oh it was implied he goes i'm not sure implied is good enough for a wedding day and then he goes back and does it and like and then that leads to uncle desmond again saying one of the sweetest things like i think matt I don't know if he was paying attention to the movie, but he was paying attention at this point. And he just, like, gave me this, like, puppy dog sad face after this mm-hmm. line, um, which is Uncle Desmond says, um, at your wedding, your dad said he loved me. And he says, well, he does. He says, that was the best day of my life. So this is probably the worst. Mm-hmm. Like, when he finds out that he's got cancer. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, he's so simple. But, like, he's still right there in it with them, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he's like, that was the best day of my life. So this is probably the worst. He's, like, the best character. He's great. Because he's so sweet. Like, I know a lot of times, like, that's what makes it hard about those people in families is they're not always that, like, innocent and sweet. Like, when there's, like, mental impairment. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there's a lot of ugly that comes with that. And there may be, and we just didn't see it. Um, But, like, that does make it hard um, for them to be as integrated into the family as he seemed to be. Which I think was because he was pleasant. He was sweet. He was not, like, combative or, you know. That does make it difficult when you're trying to, like, explain to someone like that that they can't do something or, you know, Mm -hmm. and they want to fight you, like. But he was such a sweet character, like so ugh, sweet. Break your heart, sweet. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know that I. This is one of those weird movies that I really, really love. Mm-hmm. Um, that I don't like emotionally necessarily identify with anyone other than just like the theme of accepting life and living life as it comes. Mm-hmm. Um, and like cherishing the people in your life. Um, yeah, no, it's kind of a really simple movie. And I feel like this discussion is a little bit like simpler and then like some of my other episodes have been, and I kind of love it. Like sometimes things don't have to be like complicated to be like beautiful and meaningful. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes the simplest thing is like the most impactful or the most true. Um, and I feel like this is one of those things. Like, this is just a really well-told story about, like, kind of the beauty of the ordinary. Yes. Which I feel like is so hard for a culture where we're taught to sensationalize and be exceptional or you're nothing. Like, we're very in extremes. And mm-hmm. this is very, like, average people doing average things, living average lives. Like, no one's like in the gutter no one's mm-hmm. like in a castle like these are just people these are just folk mm-hmm. and i love it i think it's just it's just so special like it's one of those that like i don't watch like you've only watched it twice which is hilarious <laughs> and amazing to me um i love that so much i Wait. love that because you're like it's two different yes. i'm two different people yeah like you absolutely yeah. are I'm realizing now that I've watched it three times. The first time I watched it, I liked it so much that I made my then boyfriend watch it with me within like the next month of when I watched it. But that was like really, but that's still probably 10 years. Right. Yeah. But that boyfriend then became my husband. Aww. And 
you yes I'm remembering now that the like the kindness of Tim the main character reminded me of my husband's kindness and I like that's around the time where I started thinking that I was like really falling for him that's super cute so this is like a really like sweet movie for like yeah me personally and I haven't watched it in so long so what what a delight thanks for like putting yeah this up as I don't remember if I put it on the list or you did and maybe you you put made already like it down I mentally have had it on a list of like I want to talk to someone about this but yeah like you you brought it up and so I was like oh if it's on your list and it's on my list we should yes definitely talk about it it's a great um one it's so good it's like one that I I don't watch I have watched several times but like I only will let myself I'm like a big rewatcher like I will watch something to death I don't know how many times I've watched New Girl like honestly the limit does not exist Mm -hmm. um so it's very watchable I do not it's yeah it's ridiculous I have a problem but it's fine um but anyways but this is one that I'm like no it's like too special like I don't let myself watch it like I can watch it once a year and that's about it like I don't really set like a timer but I'm like Has it been long enough since I watched this to watch it again? No? Okay, you got to wait a little bit. Because I don't want to, like, there's something about, like, not exactly remembering all of it, like, that I feel like makes it more special and more, like, enjoyable and, like, connective to me. Um, like, I, like, I want to stay for it. Mm -hmm. yeah like a really rich dessert Yeah, totally, totally. yeah Oh, man. crazy yeah it's if such you a good story though yeah go ahead I was just thinking that if you really like this story I think you'd really really like everything everywhere all at once I heard about that first from you yes and then um I saw it got like nominated for a whole bunch of stuff um so it's definitely on my list but um where where do you watch it like what service is it on So I accidentally, I went into it totally blind, like you went into About Time totally blind. I had no idea what was going on. I didn't know what it was about. I just saw like the imagery was really pretty. Um, Yeah, totally. I watched it on an airplane. And so, Oh, so, it, okay, here's my question. I have not looked anything up because I didn't want to spoil anything and yes, you just talked about it. So it's a movie, not a show. it's a movie. Yes, Okay, cool, it's a long cool. movie. I think it's about... Okay. I think it's like two and a half, maybe three hours, like a long Oh, wow, movie. okay, okay. I think about two and a half hours. And so I watched half of it on a plane ride and then half of it on another plane ride back. Okay. I was literally crying, tears running down my face and laughing through the tears in public on an airplane. Oh, That's, bless. that's how intense this movie is. So very similar themes. to about time and if you like this then you'll really like that but I won't spoil anything Okay, okay. highly recommend Another, good to know. Yeah, it's definitely on my list. Um, Another movie you should watch if you haven't is Palm Springs. I Have haven't you seen it? no I'm gonna write it down so I have it It's less serious, but it is still very sweet. I don't know if you like Andy Samberg. I weirdly do. Um, I think he's hilarious. And I also think he's like one of the few that are like can be really dumb funny, but is also a good actor. Um, and he's like the one of the main characters in it. And he's just very funny. So, yeah. A movie or a TV show? Um, it is a movie. Movie, okay. I think it's on Hulu. 
Um, or at least it was. Um, yeah, no, it's crazy. I'll add that to my list. One of my notes was my hot take is like, this is peak Rachel McAdams. I think this is her at her best in a role. That's my opinion. I would agree. The notebook. Oh my gosh. No, no, this is a much more, I think it's a better love story. I would say that's a hot take. Yeah. I agree with you. Notebook. We share that hot take. Okay, cool. I've got backup. There you go, guys. Go and fight me because you fight two of us. (laughs) Fight us. Yeah. Fight us. We're a team. We'll take it to the mat. Um, okay. I don't know where this mat is or why we're fighting about this, but let's not. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for like joining me again and um for talking. Um, it's been so great. fun. We should do this so more good. often. Like absolutely just like, podcasting. Absolutely. One thousand percent. Yeah. Hit me up, you know how to find me. Definitely. Yeah. Thanks for asking Definitely. me to be a part of this. Super fun. Yes. Well, um, good luck getting everything <laughs> in before you just like collapse. But take care of myself when I'm going to put myself to bed. Yep. Like, right. Yep. Now. Good job. Good job. Way to go. Maybe. Okay. Have a good night. Okay. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I hope you had fun. I know we had fun getting to record this. Uh, and hopefully this conversation just prompts you to think a little bit more and appreciate the extraordinary, ordinary things and people in your life. With that said, I hope you have a fantastic week and we'll see you next time.